hard on, on fitness and um, and the running game. That's what kind of led me to, to want this dream of being a, a racing driver. There's no point in Tom and anything except standards of excellence. We will deal with the Talton Cup if we're in it and we'll, we'll certainly give it every bit of respect. There's no feeling that beats playing for Ireland. My God, I'm going to do everything that is possible to bring us there. This is Sports Beat Extra. We're saying hello to the penultimate applicant in Beats Club Focus this week. After we take a dive into Tipperary Camogie ahead of a mouthwatering clash against Kilkenny, I'm Sean Connolly, and this is Sports Beat Extra. Tracking sport across the southeast. Sports Beat Extra. Kilkenny and Tipperary lock horns in the third round of the Glendimplex Senior All Ireland Camogie Championship at six o'clock. In the build-up to what should be an absolute cracker, I caught up with Premier Manager Dennis Kelly a little while ago. Dennis, it's great to speak with you today. Thank you for taking the time out to chat. How are things? Uh, feeling good now, yeah. We're in good shape. Good. Now, we've much to discuss ahead of this evening's clash, but I'd like to start with last weekend's win in Belfield. An extremely impressive 3.15 to 12-point victory over Wexford. Were you pleased with the performance? Yeah, we were happy to get the win. Anytime you go to Wexford and get a win, it's a good day out. And we had a, you know, a, nice, a nice lead to finish up. Uh, we were very happy with the first half performance, but maybe the second half wasn't as strong. But then again, Wexford came came hard at us in the second half. So it was great to get out of there with a win. It, it paves somewhat of a similar story to the opening round victory over Dublin. After the, the victory, you highlighted the forward display in particular. But you also drew emphasis to the first half. You felt that it lagged in the second in the context of the forward display and getting the ball into that full forward line. Is that something that you saw carry over to Wexford? Um, yes, I suppose we 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 were always uh, we have a good set of forwards there, and we're always trying to work a bit of movement up there and scores, and you know. Uh, but it's it's a team effort, I suppose. Our backs, you know, under a bit of pressure in the first half, but they came strong in the second half against against Wexford, and uh, I suppose game on game now the the uh, pressure has been ratcheted up a little bit. Uh, you know, the the quality of opposition is getting stronger, and you know. Uh, this evening it's going to be even stronger again so we're looking looking at a real strong challenge from Kilkenny you know, they're, they're the current Ireland champions so it's going to be a tough task uh, getting over them in their own uh, backyard and I was going to touch on that in the context of defence because there's many standout names but particularly last weekend Karen Kennedy she led from the back was very impressive just how impressed have you been with her? Yeah, Karen's a real leader. She's our giant captain herself and Claude Kirk there and they're both defenders. So, you know, they're really leading the line from the back. But, uh, you know, Karen is immense. She's a serious athlete. Uh, she got a little bit of a knock there last weekend. So hopefully she'll be ready to go today. She's looking, looking okay at the minute. Um, but, you know, she's a huge addition because last year she couldn't play. Uh, she had a shoulder injury, a shoulder operation. Um, so she's been a big boost to us this year. I was going to ask you that about availability, so you've answered that for me and it's good to hear that. Shifting back to the other side of the field, and goals have been a key factor of this side. You racked up five from two outings in the championship so far. Is that a key driver in the attacking mentality of the entire panel? Yeah, it definitely has to be. You know, we, we were disappointed in some of the league games there that we came away without, you know, we missed goal chances. And, you know, thinking back to the Kilkenny game as well, in the league, we missed a couple of goal chances when we were on top. So we've worked on that since and it seems to be coming to fruition. So, you know, we, we'll hopefully, uh, it'll work again for us this evening. Drawing on the league, you, you look at it at the overall, there's two comprehensive wins in the championship. A first provincial win in 13 years and within a breath of a league final, how have you kept the endurance, the stamina, the desire so high within the group for so long, Dennis? 
Yeah, I suppose it's a tricky balancing act. Uh, we took a few days off after the after uh, the league, and we took you know a few days after the Munster Championship win as well. Uh, you know, so look at it; it's a long season enough, so you have to you have to be uh, careful how you lay out your your training schedule. Um, but look, at there's a real appetite there with the girls. Um, you know, we have a good balance of of um, youth and experience there. And, you know, they're all working really well together. They're loving coming into training. We have to compliment, you know, our, all the coaches and the SNC guys behind the scenes because they're really bringing them into training with a bounce in their steps. So once that's happening, you have a you have a good, a good uh, you know, you have a good set up. So, uh, you know, we, we'll find out now as we go along, have we have we got this, our, um, you know, training plan right? But up to date, it's been it's been good. And when we speak about Camogie overall, you look at the dominance of the big three over the last decade. In today's meeting with Kilkenny, it offers an opportunity to really throw your name into that equation with a victory in Nolan Park, which, as you said, is going to be incredibly difficult, a very hard place to go. What exactly would victory mean to you? Uh, victory would be important because it would give us the, the chance to possibly skip the, the following weekend, you know, and get a break there and get get the bodies revived and reset for the semi-finals. So, you know, it, there's no guarantees either. You could top the group and still not get through, but you'd be looking on lady luck to, to shine on you after that, you know, but if we can top the group, that could be, that could be, you know, we'd be very happy with that. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a massive challenge, uh, you know, a home game for any team. Is it's you know it's worth a couple of points before you ever start. So we're we're not uh, getting carried away with ourselves, uh, you know, yet. Following a seven-year absence from the knockouts, there must be an overwhelming feeling of, I suppose, relief of want of words. But there's obviously a huge understanding and belief in the character within that dressing room. There must be an optimism that the sky is the limit this year. Yeah, look, I suppose we've set out the stall at the start of the year. We take it one game at a time. So that's really, you know, it's a cliche, but I suppose it's the best way to do it. And, you know, we're not looking past Kilkenny now this weekend. And, you know, the draw will be after the game. So we'll know exactly then where we're going from there. So, you know, if we get any further down the line or heads or anywhere else, uh, you know, really, we could get get caught badly. So uh, that's all we're focusing on at the minute. And the girls are really focused in on on that challenge. They were disappointed with the with the league performance against Kilkenny. Um, you know, when we could have got to a league final. So you know, they'll they'll be biting at the bit and ready to go uh, this evening. And I drew reference as well on the big three over the last decade. And obviously, Tipperary are in there now as well. But another side that has cast their name into that hat is Waterford. I was speaking with Sean Power recently, and he's cultivated a real winner's mentality. There's this belief within the county following a string of impressive performances. Now, following your meeting in Munster, in which ye ran out comprehensive victors, how have you felt about Waterford's growth in defeat? Yeah, well, look at Waterford are uh, in a group there where they've, you know, they've, they've, uh, they're really strong in that group. And maybe, you know, some of the contenders in that group might not be as strong as other groups. But at the same time, they're going about their business really efficiently. And, you know, they've, they've bounced back well from the defeat uh, to ourselves in the Munster campaign. So, look, they're really dangerous now because, uh, you know, they've got through their group without going maybe 100%, you know, so they can time their run a little bit better than some of the groups where you have to be full throttle from the word go. So, it'd be interesting to see how that goes. But the draw will be very important because, um, you know, one team is going to get through straight to a semi-final, one of the table toppers. And whoever uh, you are, you know, whoever the, them teams are, It'll give them, a, give them an advantage. And one last question for you in relation to the Camogie Association's drive for inclusivity in the, in the competition with the Pride Round and Round 3. 
for yourself, just how important is this message in moving forward? It's the girls are big time behind it and, and they're working in association with the GPA there. And, you know, anything like that, we're, we're putting full focus on it, you know, and to, to we really, uh, that weekend, we, we hadn't a game that weekend, but we, you know, got together, the girls dressed in all different types of colours and, and got pictures and we trained with the, with the uh, Illuminous, the colour, colourful rainbow um the laces and their boots and stuff. So look at they take it really serious and, and, and you know, again, there's also the, the campaign going on for, you know, the equality uh, that's in association with the GPA as well. So look at I think that's going to continue throughout the championship and you know, to be fair, we're lucky in Tipperary we don't have any dual players, but you know, other counties are suffering at the hands of, of the uh, dual player and the lack of maybe joined up thinking. Absolutely. Well, look, it's it's fantastic to see. Great and moving forward. And Dennis, thank you very much for your time and the very best of luck this evening. Thanks very much, Sean. Five counties, one big sports show. Sports Beat Extra. The penultimate applicant in Beats Club focus hails from County Carlow. Bagnallstown Cricket Club is brimming with culture, talent and a passion for a sport they hold dear. Their message is clear. Come and give it a go. It was a pleasure to hear a collection of wonderful stories that make this a worthy applicant. Oh. What place? I'm Bernard O'Mara. Um, I'm Midlands Development Officer for Cricket Leinster and I'm also a member of Bagnallstown Cricket Club. I would feel that um, one of the great things that I love about this cricket club is the fact of that you can have people from Bangladesh, from England, from Australia, from South Africa, from Ireland, all playing together from different races, colours, creeds, and there's something that's really unique about cricket, I feel, yeah. and that there's such diversity at the club and that cricket allows there to be inclusiveness at the club, which is something that is is really special, I feel. I think it's fantastic, the fact of that you see other people's cultures and religions and understanding uh, the way that, that they uh, uh, live their lives compared to, say, me being Irish, the way that I would say traditionally live my, my life here, do you know, and I think it's something that opens your mind up, which... Um, which is something that we're really lucky in cricket to be able to have and to be able to do without, I suppose, it just happens naturally, especially in Ireland. Kind of our catchment area, I suppose, say, um, uh, would be kind of anything from really from, say, Bagnallstown, uh, Old Lachlan, Lachlan Bridge, Carlow, uh, Paul Santel, Kenny. Yeah. Um, uh, I suppose our club has been here for uh, the bones of 180 years, which is something that, uh, again, is quite unique for, um, I suppose, clubs outside of Dublin and something that we're very proud of too. And um, it's just fantastic uh, to have people who may have learned to play their cricket outside the country to come here and that they feel uh, a part of being here and that um, you can you can have a community through the medium of cricket no matter kind of where you come from. For, for ourselves, um, being a, a club um, that, again, is 180 years old um, and that we've done a lot of new things this year that we haven't done previously. So say for this year, we've done women's cricket this year, which is something that is really, uh, which is great. And then we also have tape ball cricket going on, which is another version of cricket. And then, and um, and as a result, then um, it was just a great chance to kind of highlight that and 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 yeah, just just expose the different things that we're doing here at the club. I think it's a, a couple of areas really. It's just to expose people, to give people an opportunity to say, "Here, look, there's cricket in Bagnallstown. That um, that there's cricket, uh, you know, in and around the area, and that." 
you know, not to be afraid of giving cricket a go, especially if you're a child, you know. I know a part of my role um, going around, going into schools, trying to have uh, just to introduce kids uh, to cricket, that gives them uh, other options rather than, say, the more kind of traditional sports that we would have in Ireland. Because not everybody uh, likes your Gaelic sports or your rugby or, or your football. But maybe cricket is their sport of choice. You know, I'm, I know personally myself, I'm from Kilkenny, so it was kind of, it was basically hurling or nothing. However, um, even... Not even notwithstanding that, I think it's great that uh, that I, uh, if I was say a child of seven or eight years old, and somebody came in and gave cricket a go, and if I was one of those kids, maybe that's my sport. And if you are able to stick with that sport, and that's the sport that you have for the rest of your life, it's far more powerful than not having any sport at all or not having any sort of uh, another option for you to uh, be a part of a community or be part of other people. You know, so um, yeah, I suppose. Uh, I suppose some of the reasons why that uh, we wanted to um, to kind of get involved in this, yeah. If you never, if, if it's like the twenty by twenty campaign a couple of years ago. If you can't see it, you can't be it. Mm-hmm. I suppose obviously it's not for uh, women's sport, but say you know, say with cricket that if you're not exposed to it or you don't have an opportunity to play it, then how will you ever know that that could be your sport? My name's Simon. I'm a playing member here in Bagnallstown and also um, kind of oversee and organise the junior training uh, matches. I suppose in the area, the the fact that we've been around so long, nearly 180 years, for uh, for such a small um, small club outside of Dublin, um, and I think compared to a lot of other clubs, um, other sports in particular, the kind of vast kind of array of um, kind of backgrounds and communities that people come from. Um, I, you may have spoken to Ben already. It's kind of touched on the fact that we have a lot of players from. Um, kind of Asian countries, a few South Africans, obviously UK such as myself, um, that are kind of all come together and play the same sport. Um, it's, I think that's something pretty special, pretty unique. You don't necessarily get in a lot of other sports. I moved to the area back in 2007, 2008. Uh, my wife is from the area, so I kind of moved to the area. Um, didn't know there was a cricket club here before I moved. Um, obviously I played while I was kind of when I was growing up in the UK, so kind of, I was delighted when I found found out there's a club here. So um, kind of outside of Dublin, it's um, it's kind of hard to find kind of small, I suppose I say village clubs like ourselves. Kind of grown up playing the sport since I was since I was able to walk, and I would say probably ninety ninety five percent of my kind of friends uh, when you kind of when you look back, uh, basically uh, through playing with and against like, cricket. Um, I've, that's it's kind of something that I, that's always been a big part of my life kind of playing cricket so I'm always on to my a few friends and people in work or whatever to, to kind of come down and get their kids to come down and try it as well yeah. um, and it is tough for us um, as a summer sport in Ireland competing against uh, against other sports that are a lot more popular uh, but we're kind of chipping away at it and we're, we're kind of making good progress in terms of our kind of youth numbers and uh, youth participation as well so it's it's hard work, but um, we're getting there. Yeah. For us, like I said, it, it, it is hard for us competing against a lot of other uh, sports. Um, cricket, obviously, it's a minority sport outside of Dublin in Ireland. It's it's extremely popular in Dublin. There's a lot of big clubs in Dublin. Um, but for us, uh, we are a minority sport. We're um, we we are a small club. Um, so to to hope hopefully kind of get a bit more exposure, let people know that we're here, um, that it's a game for men, women, and children. Um, hopefully come down see what we're about uh, give it a try so we hold that junior training is uh, weather permitting um, every Friday 6pm here in McGraw Park in Bagnallstown 
Um, we kind of cater for children, boys and girls, um, aged seven to sixteen on a Friday. Um, so we kind of um, we kind of run uh, kind of blitzes, softball matches for kind of the juniors and beginners. Um, and kind of once the kids kind of hit kind of ten, eleven, twelve, um, they've got a bit of experience behind them. They start playing kind of hardball matches. So like using the pads, the gloves, and the helmets, and the the hardballs that we would use, um, kind of in, in our senior games. So. Anybody um, kind of anybody aged kind of 16 plus that wants to come six o'clock Wednesday nights uh, in McGraw Park here in Bagnallstown providing we don't kind of train on playing the rain um, which is it's quite nice uh, not have to kind of play in the drizzle and whatever so if it's raining we're, we're not here but um, if it's dry Wednesdays 6pm uh, for kind of senior training um, 6pm on Friday for juniors and um, there's women's um, I think it's 7pm on Tuesdays uh, for women's training there as well uh, we have a Facebook page, Instagram page, and a Twitter page. The handiest way, if anyone's got any questions, and the, the uh, quickest way to get an answer would be just give, uh, check us out on Facebook, uh, drop us a message. Um, I think there's, there's contact details available for kind of playing members and committee members, such as myself. Thousand euro for us would be massive. Um, like I've kind of said a couple of times, we're we are a, a very small club in terms of numbers and members compared to a lot of other uh, sports and clubs within the region. Um, a thousand euro would go a long way towards uh, kind of f- uh, improving our facilities and our equipment for like I said we've got kind of men women and uh, junior teams uh, junior teams now so um, it would be kind of spread around but um, a thousand euro would be a lot for us uh, I'm Robbie O'Neill I'm one's captain uh, first team captain and just a committee member and member it's just where it is like it's it's most uh, cricket clubs in Ireland it'd be up in Dublin and in High populated places. All we have, we're just in Carlo, on on it on its own. Like we're the only club until about ten years ago in in Carlo, and usually in Dublin, uh, you have the hospitals and stuff, and it attracts a lot of cricket mem- members from all over the world, like Pakistan, India, and what whatnot. Like so, just where it is in general, and how well it's doing for where it is in Ireland, I think was what makes it unique. Well, my dad's from England, so I kind of all started there, just playing at home, and my brother. And doing my best to to better him every every time we played, and then we moved down down to South Carlow, which is closer to Bagnestown, and we eventually found out about a cricket club here and came down, and that's where it all started. Like uh, it means everything. I can't wait to get down on a Wednesday or a Saturday to play, and if I'm not here playing, I'm at home watching videos of how to get better, and it's just the sport. It is just nobody nobody I know from my school or my age or growing up would have ever played the sport so it's nice that it's my own little thing I can go and play and yeah. with, with, with a diff, completely different demographic of people as well like more and more and more publicity we can get around the sport the better and it's a growing sport in Ireland and more and more people we get playing it's the happier we are it's not a, a sport that's financed enough in Ireland in my opinion and um, especially down in rural places it's it's very under the radar and it's not financed enough but for us it's Again, it's not really about money, it's about how many people we can get playing the game and how many people we can get enjoying the game and try and get it growing as much as we can day day by day. Like it's it's one of the most welcoming sports I've I've ever played. Like it's it's all different kinds of cultures, religions. You could be from anywhere and play this this game. Like it's I've played with South Africans, uh, played played with loads of different people from Pakistan, India, Australia, New Zealand. The list goes on. It's one of them sports that attracts people from all over the world to play. Like which maybe you wouldn't get with some uh, local sports like hurling or football, 
Whereas with cricket, it's more like your rugby, where you'll get people from all around the world playing with you. Like. Harry Shorthose, I'm a local journalist here in Carlo, and I member of Bankingtown Cricket Club. I'm on the committee here. You have people from everywhere. You have people from the UK, from Ireland, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, South Africa, Afghanistan, everywhere across the world you can think of. You have that here. Um, I think it's a very kind of special and unique thing. I'm actually talking of unique, um, the most unique things that happened here actually was um, we had a seven-year-old make his debut for the senior team okay. on the weekend for the second team in Friendly. Um, it was just right place, right time. And he was given an opportunity and he took a catch off his dad. He took it to get his dad out. He took a wicket. He batted well. You know, it's things like that that make the club unique. My brothers actually were in the club for years. Um, they started out about 10, 10 years ago, I'd say, at this point. Um, they were looking to start cricket up. Um, they joined the club and I kind of just trailed in their footsteps and kind of just watched them and kind of just came along, watched the games, learned to kind of do the scorebooks. Um, cricket is very much a minority sport and just to try and give it more promotion because it's such a unique and different sport to irregular sports and also and we're kind of very much out of the way as well so it kind of gives people a chance to just you know people might know we're here so it's a good chance to kind of get that exposure and show people we're here we've been needing a new net for a while um a lot of our equipment has broken down over the over the over the winter months so like our mower and our roller and so the pitch hasn't been in the best of conditions and it would just help us just get get some more equipment and just kind of get the club running and up and, up and running again and we're one of the only we're the only club outside of Dublin that actually has a grass wicket a lot of the other clubs play on mats on in the middle of a field they just put a mat down and play on that or on a bit of tarmac or something like whereas we have an actual grass wicket which is very unique give it a go you don't you know you never know until you try it you know um there's a lot of support around that to help give you that start and help you develop and improve. And we have a second team now that plays only friendly cricket, so there'll be plenty of chance to get experience and matches and get yourself get yourself make game time. Shane O'Neill. I'm the a first team player and I'm also the head coach for the women's team. What makes it unique is um you know like the amount of different cultures that we have around here and also um we're in a rural area you know um and you know you've got plenty of hurling and football and soccer and stuff knocking around but it's really kind of one of the only places you can actually play cricket in the southeast whereas in dublin it's very accessible so um yeah it's a bit of a hidden gem in that sense so came to the club at first there was a piece in the newspaper um when i was eight or nine my dad taught me how to play cricket um when i was a kid because he's originally from england and i got involved um when i seen the article i jumped at the opportunity and came to the club and just from there from there ever since yeah it means everything to me like i mean um, it's not just the sport itself there's also you know the amount of cultures and religions and backgrounds that you get to learn from um it's it's amazing like it's 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 like going to school a second time you know you get to meet so many new people and, and different different things to learn so the sport itself it means the world to me but also everything else that comes with it shining the light in the club is huge i mean like i said it's how i got involved in cricket in the first place um I've seen an article in the newspaper and now I'm, me and my brother are both first team players, you know, we've been with the club for 15, 16 years, so um, getting exposure for the club is absolutely huge because 
if it can get more people involved for us it's it's amazing we want to keep growing we're a very old club but we're definitely not where we want to be at the moment we want to get more people down and uh, more people enjoying the sport that we love I want to get into coaching professionally myself um, so I want to follow in Bernard's footsteps who you'll have heard from too um, I'd like to be a professional coach I really enjoy coaching um, and I'm very passionate about the women's game as well um, I don't think there can be enough done for, for women's sport in Ireland especially in the cricket um, in fact the women's team in the international set we're probably doing better than the men at the moment so um, it just goes to show we've only been investing not as long as we've been investing in the men anyways in women's cricket and uh, they're coming on leaps and bounds and even at club level like they're coming on leaps and bounds even in the last two months that I've been coaching the girls they've been absolutely fantastic um, going from not being able to throw a ball to competing with clubs that have been established for number of years as you can see like there's there's definitely enough there's lots of stuff that needs to be done around here anyways um it'd be absolutely fantastic and um, to get a few extra quid in and um, also like i said the exposure for the club is absolutely huge too so more more members and and uh, more facilities would be absolutely huge uh, in getting us where we want to be over the next few years club focus with eco solar energy the solar experts you can rely on make the cleaner choice ecosolarenergy.ie with one place left to fill, you can still make the list for this year's Club Focus. Every month I visit a club in the region and I give them their time in the limelight. Just like Bagnallstown Cricket Club, you can feature on air, online and across all of our socials. Then, at the end of this year's competition, all of the applicants will be put to a public vote, with the winner receiving a €1,000 bursary. Club Focus is part of Beat's ongoing commitment to support the work that local clubs do, while also celebrating the positive impact that they all have on your local communities. So if you want to get your club involved, head to beat102103.com forward slash Club Focus to apply now. Club Focus with Eco Solar Energy, the solar experts you can rely on. Make the cleaner choice. EcoSolarEnergy.ie that is everything for today and it was an absolute pleasure to hear from some fantastic regional sporting people. Keep your messages coming through our socials and your emails to sport at beat102103.com. Beat Anthems is coming right up. Tracking sport across the southeast. Sports Beat Extra.